Hello, Cardinal Nation. Happy opening day to you. And my name is Dave. I'm coming to you live from the Bud and Duck Studios in Springfield, Missouri. This is my uh, special uh, 2014 Cardinal season preview. I'll be going over the rosters. Uh, yeah, I know I'm kind of late coming out with this kind of stuff, but uh, with the minor leagues, it just takes forever to get any little morsel of information. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started with the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, making the roster this year is the six-time Gold Glove winner, uh, catcher Yadier Molina. Uh, what can you really say about this guy? He's having a hell of a spring, uh, or I guess I should say he had a hell of a spring. Uh, hit three thirty-three with uh, six RBIs. Uh, there's not much to say about Molina. Uh, everybody's talked about him forever, so uh, we're just going to leave it at that. At second, sorry, at first base this year, uh, we're going to see the return of Matt Adams. Uh, this guy has just been a huge stud since he, uh, well, I use the term huge stud uh, loosely, or more like literally because he's quite large. Uh, but big country or big city or big Matt or big whatever you want to call him, uh, he's just been doing it since he came up. Uh, last year he hit uh, 284 with 17 home runs in limited uh, plate appearances. Uh, that's actually more home runs than Albert Pujols hit last year. So if we're looking to replace Pujols' production still, I think he went ahead and did that. Uh, he had a tremendous spring, uh, hitting 283 with four home runs. This will be his second full season with the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, so congrats to him for making the ball club. At second base, uh, we're going to see uh, Colton Wong quite a bit everybody's favorite scapegoat from the world series uh but hopefully that is a distant memory for the kid because he has just been incredible this spring uh he has been hitting uh he hit 375 two home runs uh 434 on base percentage uh, i'm expecting to see that well he probably won't be hitting 375 all season uh but i'm glad that we're finally starting to get the see getting to see the real colton wong that you know uh, people down in the minor leagues have gotten to know and uh, 
well, not love, but, well, maybe love. Anyways, uh, at shortstop, it's exciting to say that we have a new one. Uh, I'm just not a big Pete Cosma fan. Uh, I was a Pete Cosma fan for about five minutes after game five of the uh, 2012 division series uh, when we beat the Nationals. Uh, he just has had such a hard time sustaining su- success that it's just difficult to uh, really bond with the guy as uh, some of us do with our baseball players. Uh, so taking his place is Johnny Peralta. Uh, he had a pretty good spring, uh, 292 average, three home runs. Uh, there's some concern about Johnny, just depending on which uh, Johnny we're going to get. Are we going to get the Johnny from 2013 who lit up the scoreboards and uh, had a very productive season or are we going to get the Johnny Peralta from uh, 2012 when he kind of struggled a little bit and uh, left a lot to be desired Uh, based on his spring performance though I think we're going to get the uh, first one the one that we basically signed for four years Uh, so that's going to be very exciting at third base uh, Matt Carpenter, he's the sweetheart of the Cardinals right now. Uh, basically, everybody just loves this guy, and how can he not? He led the uh, Nash- he led all of baseball with hits last year, uh, runs scored, and doubles in his first full season as a starter at second base. Um, and he's kind of been struggling uh, this spring, uh, hit a 178 average, uh, but... I mean, if Matt Carpenter is the only wheel in the lineup that's not uh, clicking right now, I'd say we're pretty lucky to be in that scenario in the first place. Uh, So let's see if uh, Matt can relax a little bit after uh, signing that big contract extension in the offseason. See if he can just get back to doing what he does and uh, just ignites the St. Louis offense. Uh, In left field, we're going to be seeing Matt Holiday. Uh, he had a pretty good spring, I'd say. Uh, finished with a 295 average, uh, hit a home run. Uh, but this guy has been the uh, picture of consistency. I know there was some concern about the contract we signed uh, a few years ago in keeping Matt Holiday here for, uh, I believe it was seven years at $17 million a year. And I completely respect the fact that that is quite a bit of money. But if you compare Matt Holiday's contract to the contract that many people were pushing for, uh, the Jason Bay deal that uh, he signed with the Mets the same year that Matt Holiday signed his with the Cardinals, uh, Jason Bay's deal was, I believe, 13 mil at four years. And uh, needless to say, we've just absolutely won that uh, competition. Uh, So I have nothing bad at all to say about Matt Holiday. He's been the picture of consistency. Uh, Last year, he hit uh, uh, 322 home runs, 102 driven in, uh, versus uh, Jason Bay's uh, four-year deal. It was uh, 66 mil, and uh, he hit uh, combined uh, 26 home runs in three years. And they released him a year before the contract expired. So basically, uh, you can see where I'm coming from when I talk about Matt Holiday. In center field, 
we need to welcome uh, newcomer Peter Borges. Uh, I'm glad to say that the kid is proving me wrong so far. Uh, basically, I was kind of upset because uh, I view David Freeze as a uh, viable option, a uh, right-handed bat coming off the bench who can also play third base. Uh, that's just something that we don't have right now. Uh, Mark Ellis is currently hurt. Uh, Descalso, you know, he can, he's the jack of all trades, but he uh, is a lefty. So uh, in a situation where we need to take out Wong or Carpenter, uh, to protect against a left-handed uh, specialist, uh, we're just going to have to burn one of our right-handed bats and then put in uh, Descalso. So uh, that's where I was coming from as far as being upset about the Borges trade uh, for David Freeze. Uh, but he's proven me wrong. Uh, he's hit a 324 this spring. Uh, very nice. Uh, he's slated to bat... Uh, seventh, maybe eighth in this lineup. So if you're getting that kind of production from your eight hole, and uh, you know, hopefully the pitcher will be able to move the runner over and uh, get the speedster in scoring position. So that'll be just phenomenal. Uh, Alan Craig will be manning uh, the right field spot. Uh, there's not enough I can say about Alan Craig. Uh, I fell in love with the guy back in 2009 when he was having big hit after big hit after big hit when the uh, Memphis Redbirds were in the hunt for the Pacific Coast League uh, Championship, uh, which they won. Uh, he got some help from his old uh, buddy Mark Hamilton. Uh, Mark, I believe I saw him uh, in the uh, Marlins system, uh, so good for him for getting a job. But uh, Alan Craig is the real deal. Uh, just been sensational uh he hit a 313 this spring six rbis uh so he uh picked up right where he left off last season uh so it's good to see him back and hopefully we'll get another successful run out of him uh the first guy on the bench uh that i think about or that i'm impressed with is uh danny descalso again jack of all trades uh plays second short third uh, he has about the same average, I guess, as Pete Cosma. Uh, just, I view the difference between the two as, uh, Danny Descalso will go in stretches where he'll get two hits in 15 at-bats, but those two hits are with, you know, runners on base, we're down by a run, and him just coming through and getting that clutch hit. Um, so I'm a big fan of Descalso. Uh, he came up with Craig, so I've always viewed, uh, Descalso as the Robin, in the uh, duo, um, you know, obviously Craig would be Batman. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, next on the bench is uh, uh, Shane Robinson. Uh, I understand that there was maybe some controversy here. I don't think there is. Uh, Stephen Piscotty, uh, last uh, first round pick two years ago, just had a sensational uh, 2013 season. Uh, then he just dominated the Arizona Fall League, and he uh, put up incredible numbers this spring. Uh, every time I'd watch Steven Piscotty play this spring, I'd, I'd just tell myself, how can he leave this guy off the roster? Uh, but then Shane Robinson, uh, who will be on the bench for the Cardinals, uh, every time you'd see him play, I'd think 
he's done nothing to lose his job. He finished hitting uh, 310 in uh, spring training, uh, so that's pretty good for a uh, uh, little guy. Uh, he's just a spark plug, uh, grinds it out, uh, and I think it benefits Robinson. Uh, I think where it tipped the scales in his favor is that he plays center field. So uh, we have more flexibility there. Uh, the next two is uh, John Jay and Pete Cosma. Uh, I've called him uh, Just Enough Jay because he will do just enough to make you not uh, hate the guy. Uh, he'll go 0 for 20, and then he'll draw a walk and score a winning run. So um, you'll hate him for four or five days, and then he'll redeem himself that sixth day, and then not to the point where you like him, but just to the point where you can tolerate having him around, and the cycle just repeats. Um, Pete Cosma, I believe his days with the uh, Cardinals are numbered. I think he's with the roster right now to uh, audition him for a trade uh, coming up because uh, Mark Ellis who is scheduled to be the backup middle infielder this year, or one of the backup middle infielders this year. He's currently on the DL, uh, dealing with some leg issues. Uh, but once he comes back, I'm hoping that uh, Pete will be sent out or sent down. Uh, we just don't need four middle infielders on this club. Uh, backing up Molina at the catching spot today is Tony Cruz, who is a very nice uh, backup catcher. Uh, not a lot on offense. Uh, he's basically the exact, exactly what I look for in a backup catcher uh, or any reserve, really. He's not going to win you any games, but he's also not going to lose you any games. Uh, so if Molina needs a day off, uh, I have no problems rolling with Cruz. Um, it just really depends on how our uh, pitchers react to him. Uh, let's see. Is there anybody else I've left off on the bench um no looks like that's all for uh st louis uh let's see i have my starting uh lineup projected here uh let me get to that really quick uh leading off i have uh matt carpenter uh batting second would be colton wong then holiday then craig then adams uh, i personally would prefer uh peralta after adams uh, so that Molina, who is the higher contact hitter, can uh, go ahead and mop mop up and bring in anybody that uh, Peralta has uh, missed. And then uh, batting eighth, I would have uh, Peter Borges. Uh, so that's what the starting lineup might look like. Uh, then again, Matheny likes to mix and match things, and uh, I'm not a professional uh, manager, so that'll be up to him. On the uh, pitching staff, uh, this is where a lot of Cardinals fans get really super excited. Uh, we just have so many young guns on this team, and we're just so blessed. Uh, I've seen uh, stories where people have talked about how they've been around the game for years and never seen anything like this before. Uh, so uh, the obvious ace of the staff is uh, Mr. Adam Wainwright. Uh, he went uh, had a very very solid spring training. Went two and zero, one point five nine ERA, and uh, eighteen strikeouts. And hitters were hitting just one seventy five against him. Uh, Adam Wainwright has just been doing it since he got to uh, St. Louis in two thousand and six. Uh, there's nothing bad you can really say about the guy. I actually got into it with some Dodger fans uh, over the winter. 
just because if I had one pitcher to choose to throw a game for me, I'd go with Adam Wainwright on any day. Wainwright is just as good as anybody on the Dodgers. Uh, and we all know, you know, a certain lefty that they were discussing. But anyways, uh, this isn't about Clayton Kershaw. This is about the the Cardinals. So uh, Wainwright will be your ace. Uh, he gets the start today at uh, 3 o'clock against the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, let's see here. Um, the number two starter, and I'm just so giddy about this guy, is uh, Michael Waka. Uh, he was a compensa- compensatory pick. I think that might be how you say it. I don't know. I'm in uh, Missouri, so we don't. the English ain't too good around here. But uh, he was a compensatory pick. For uh, Albert Pujols leaving for the Angels in 2012, uh, he went three and zero this year, uh, or three and zero in uh, over the spring. One point seven seven ERA. Uh, that's pretty good. Twenty three strikeouts, four walks, and uh, held hitters to a two hundred batting average. Uh, so it looks like the defending uh, NLCS MVP. Uh, who knows? He might end up being rookie of the year which would be kind of cool to have the uh nlcs mvp trophy on the mantle in front of the rookie of the year trophy uh so that'd be pretty neat over uh spring training uh we did get a interview with uh, michael waka about his uh preferences on the upcoming season his goals uh so let's uh get to that clip if we can please Main goals, you know, break with the club, and then, uh, you know, I guess more personal goals, you know, just keep on refining all my pitches and, you know, work on the control and command of those. Uh, I was down in Houston. I was just working out down there and, you know, throwing bullpens. Uh, and so I feel like, you know, I was able to put on a few pounds to, you know, help me stay healthy for this year, and, you know, hopefully those workouts pay off. Our number three starter is going to be uh, Shelby Miller. Uh, had a bit of a rough uh, spring, but I remember seeing a one game where he was just flat-out dominant. Uh, so I think we can get him going in the right direction. Uh, so uh, let's see. He His numbers for the uh, spring was uh, he was 1-2, and two, uh, 5.93 ERA, uh, 13 strikeouts, and 6 walks. So uh, it sounds like he just needs a uh, ass-reaming from... Uh, Molina to uh, tell him to get those walks down uh, so that should uh, definitely help out quite a bit and at this point I'm going to take a break and go smoke a cigarette uh, so if you got him light him up welcome back I quite enjoyed that cigarette from the outside I'm back here in the uh, Bud, and, Bud and Duck studios here in Springfield Missouri again my name is Dave I'm uh, the owner of the Cardinals News Network uh, you can find us on the internet at cardinalsnewsnetwork.com or you can find us on Facebook at uh, Cardinals News Network uh, or I guess you can search for it in Facebook. Uh, so yeah, I uh, hope you enjoy us. Uh, we'll be uh, doing this all year long. Anyways, uh, back to the show. Our uh, third starter is going to be Lance Lynn. Uh, he's was part of a bit of, well, I guess he wasn't really part of the controversy. Uh, going into the spring training, I had uh, hopes that the uh, 
two starters that were in question would go. I was hoping that those two jobs would go to uh, Joe Kelly and uh, Carlos Martinez. Uh, but I guess we'll get more into that later because uh, apparently the competition was only between Joe Kelly and Carlos Martinez, and there were some questions about that. Uh, back to Lance Lynn. He has been a solid starter for us. Uh, sometimes I just wonder if he might be uh, better off uh, coming out of the bullpen uh, since he kind of seems to crap out during the middle of the season. Uh, and then we threaten to take his job away, and he all of a sudden uh, comes back and dominates. Uh, had a pretty rough spring this year. Uh, went 1-1, one one, uh, 6.06 ERA, 27 Ks, uh, 5 walks. Hitters hit uh, 258 against him. But I guess, you know, for a number 4 starter, uh, hopefully we'll be able to get that straightened out. Uh, we all know that he's capable of dominating... Uh, being just as good as anybody on any given night. We just need to get more of those nights out of him uh, than what we've been seeing recently. Um, the fifth starter, uh, that job went to Joe Kelly. I understand there was some controversy there. Uh, as the Cardinal management stated at the beginning of spring training that it was going to be a competition. And uh, basically, uh, Joe Kelly uh, got beat by Carlos Martinez. Uh, Martinez was just flat out nasty this spring. Uh, however, I do believe that while there was a competition, that Joe Kelly's uh, second half of the season last year uh, certainly played a role in the decision. Uh, so it was a competition. I believe that Joe Kelly started, I'd say, halfway down the racetrack as compared to where uh, Martinez had to start the race at. Uh, Joe Kelly went 2-1 and one this spring, uh, six. 0.28 ERA, 11 strikeouts and 8 walks, uh, so that's not going to cut it as a starter. Um, so we're going to need to get that straightened out, but again, fortunately, we do have uh, Carlos Martinez in the bullpen. Uh, he'll be more than capable to step in. And uh, again, Joe Kelly, his uh, second half last year was just incredible. Uh, went 9-2, and two, uh, 1.91 ERA. Uh, that's after the All-Star break. Uh Big, big, big part of our uh, championship run. So uh, congrats to Joe Kelly. Uh, you earned it. Uh, we got our faith in you. You can do it. 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 Out in the bullpen. Uh, we're going to be uh, seeing uh, quite the collection of uh, powerful arms. Our closer to start out the year is going to be uh, Trevor Rosenthal. Uh, the kid is uh, just tremendous uh, power thrower. Uh, let's see. He had, a tr had an incredible uh, spring training. Sorry about that. Uh, 1.13 ERA, seven strikeouts. Uh, went three for three on save opportunities. Uh, so he's going to be holding down the fort until Jason Mott gets back from Tommy John surgery. Uh, should be expected back. I, I, I believe uh, Mott has been uh, pitching in practice games at the very least. Uh, so I'd say maybe, uh, let's see, probably beginning of May, maybe June. Uh, so until Mott gets back, then Rosenthal is the... Uh, uh, Benefacto closer, uh, or de facto closer. 
Yeah, de facto closer. Jeez, I swear I'm not stupid. Well, maybe a little bit, but uh, yeah, you can't drink that many beers and come out with all your brain intact. Anyways, uh, so once Mott gets back, I uh, envision him being uh, slid into the eighth inning spot, uh, which will be currently uh, be manned by Carlos Martinez. Uh, again, he had an incredible spring training. Uh, he was competing for the starting rotation. Uh, I believe uh, Colonel manage- Management thought that he could be better served out of the bullpen as the eighth inning guy uh, to solidify that uh, the end of the games, uh, which is the same uh, position he had last year on the uh, run to the World Series. Uh, so uh, once Mott gets back, I envision uh, Martinez being sent down to uh, Memphis, though. Uh, because he needs to get stretched out to uh, be a starter just in case one of our guys uh, in the rotation falters or he gets hurt. Uh, it's always good to have a little bit of insurance back there. Uh, double play specialist uh, Seth Maynes, Uh he had kind of a bit of a uh, rough spring uh, with a ERA over eight. Uh, but again, Manus, uh he has probably the toughest job on the ball club. Uh, since he is the double play uh, specialist, you know, he comes into a potential uh, cricket number going up on the scoreboard uh, anytime he first enters the game. So I got to be a little more patient with Manus. Uh, so he'll be out in the pen, uh, standing by in case uh, we need to get more than one out with uh, lots of runners on base. Uh, one of our lefty, I wouldn't even call him a lefty specialist, uh, Kevin Segrist. I can completely envision this guy in the rotation one day. Uh, had an incredible spring, uh, pitches very effectively to lefties and righties. Uh, 1.00 ERA this spring, 10 strikeouts against just two walks. Uh, if that's not getting the job done, then I have no idea what is. Uh, the actual lefty specialist is uh, going to be Randy Choate this year. Uh, had a very nice spring training. Uh, 1.13 ERA, 7 strikeouts. Uh, hitters only hit 107 against him. Uh, so, again, we have the two lefties out in the bullpen, uh, which is very uh, common for these Cardinals clubs. And uh, it's just going to be an exciting year. Uh, Keith Butler made the club out of uh, spring training. Uh I, to be honest with you, I'm not exactly sure why. Maybe mop-up duty. Uh, his 8.38 uh, ERA, seven strikeouts to seven walks. Uh, that's I don't know what that is. Uh, I might be able to do that. Probably not. It might be uh, not as many strikeouts. But anyways, uh, this Cardinals team is locked and loaded. I saw uh, somebody the other day mention that the Cardinals do not rebuild. We just reload. Uh that's pretty much our uh, status, our motto these days. Uh, so it's going to be an exciting year. Uh, entering the season, we have three guys on the DL. Uh, Jason Mott, who should be back, I'd say, uh, again, May, uh, maybe at, at the end of April. Um, uh, Mark Ellis, who will be uh, the right-handed option in the middle of the infield. Uh, Once he gets back, it should just be a couple weeks. He's just having a little bit of leg problems. And then uh, Jaime Garcia with his shoulder issues. Uh, That's not good. Uh, See Brandon Webb. See Mark Mulder. Uh, Guys go down with shoulders, and it's not very pretty. Uh, 
So uh, that's it for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Now, uh, this is why it took so long, uh, because I wanted to do a preview for all of the minor league teams, uh, because without the minor leagues, there is no St. Louis club. So it's just interesting. It's the only sport where there's like five to seven cities pulling in one direction for one major league ball club. Uh, so that's, you know, that's really neat to me. And uh, so it looks like Memphis will be trying to uh, improve on their 69-75 and 75 record last year. Uh, they finished in second place. Their manager is Pop Warner. He returns for, I believe this will be his third year. Uh, he took over for Mike Maloney when Maloney went up to the uh, big club to be the first base coach. Uh, let's see. They're in their uh, catching department. Uh, their starter is going to be... Uh, well, I'm not sure how, how long he'll be a starter, but Audrey Perez is currently the number three catcher on the depth chart. Uh, last year, he had a uh, 209 uh, batting average in a double-A Springfield and a 211 batting average in a triple-A Memphis. So, I mean, there's not a lot of offense there unless he has literally a cannon for an arm. I And there's not much for me to get excited th about there. Uh, Ed Easley uh, should be starting out the season as the backup uh, catcher for the Memphis Redbirds. But after looking over his numbers, uh, a 334 average, uh, six home runs last year in uh, AAA Reno uh, with the Aces, uh, the AAA farm system of the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. I could easily see him uh, sliding into that uh, starting position to give the Redbirds a little bit of juice to uh, get the uh, lineup rolling. The third string catcher down in uh, Memphis this year is going to be uh, Travis Tartamella, uh, or it may be Travis Tartamella. Uh, let's see. Uh, he seems to be okay, I guess. Uh, 087 average in... Uh, Springfield last year, double uh, A, and uh, hit 244 in a brief appearance in triple A. Uh, so maybe there's uh, something there. Uh, but again, the Cardinals should be fine as far as catching, or sorry, the Redbirds should be fine as far as catching goes. Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, Ed Easley, and there might be a, a midseason call up of uh, Casey Rasmus, who will be discussing him a little bit later. Uh, he just impressed me. Uh, down in Springfield last year. Uh, again, he'll be opening the season in Springfield, but he, from what I've seen, he has all the potential to end up in Memphis. Uh, we'll get more into that later. Uh, at first base for the Memphis Redbirds is uh, Xavier Scruggs. Uh, he had a very good spring training. Uh, his average didn't, see, didn't show it, uh, but he did hang around the major league camp for quite a while. Uh, last year in Double A uh, Springfield, he hit uh, 248 with 29 home runs, 81 RBIs. Uh, so that's pretty good. Uh, he was added to the Triple A roster this year to protect him from the Triple A portion of the Rule Five draft. Uh, so he basically has a stay there all year. Uh, but he's more than capable of handling it. Uh, if you hear dings, I apologize. Uh, let's see if I can get that taken care of for you hang on just one moment all right and we're back 
let's see. Uh, so that was Xavier Scruggs. He was just so much fun to watch in Springfield last year. Uh, congrats to Memphis for getting a solid uh, first baseman. And I hope you guys enjoy your uh, 2014 season with him. At second base, uh, you, in Memphis, we should be seeing uh, quite a bit of Vance Alberts. Uh, he hit uh, 250 with two home runs and nine RBIs in Springfield last year. And then uh, 268, one home run, nine RBIs in uh, 28 games at AAA Memphis. Uh, so he should be a uh, serviceable second baseman. Uh, actually, that's not true. Uh, your second baseman this year will be uh, Greg Garcia. So that should put Vince Alberts at shortstop. Uh, so second base, uh, Greg Garcia, uh, he he plays second, short, and third. Had a pretty good spring training, uh, hung in there quite a bit with the big league club. Uh, hit 271 at Memphis last year. Was a uh, part of the 2012 Springfield Cardinals that won the uh, Texas League Championship. So that'll be kind of exciting to uh, see him reunited with some of his former teammates. And uh, we'll get into those in uh, just a few minutes. Uh, again, uh, looks like a reserved middle infielder, uh, Greg Meeklat. Uh He hit 244 last year in Memphis, uh, so he should be uh, getting some playing time there. At third base, uh, Jermaine Curtis hit 257 last year. Uh, there's not a lot to write about these guys except for, again, they were part of the double-A club that won the Texas League Championship a couple years ago. Uh, so he'll be fun to watch. Uh, backup middle infielder Scott Moore hit two fifty nine last year in the uh, Houston system uh, and two seventy one combined in both Sacramento and Tucson. So uh, we'll have to keep an eye on him. Uh, Luis Mateo, another infielder, uh, hit 237 last year in a uh, brief appearance in Memphis and hit 286 in Double uh, A Springfield. So uh, hopefully he can catch on, uh, get caught up. Uh, so it looks like Springfield has a pretty good infield. Um, but if they're going to catch the Omaha Storm Chasers, uh, it's their outfield that's going to get it done for them. Uh, in right field, I would put Oscar Tavares. Uh, we all know about the wonder kid, Oscar Tavares. Uh, he had a really, really tough spring, having some problems with his head and his legs. Uh, but again, I mean, uh, Colton Wong, when he started out spring, uh, his mind was just gone. Uh, so I think Tavares is kind of in the same boat. He just needs to uh, start fresh, uh, take a couple days off, uh, get back at it, and he should be fine. In Le in left field, uh, you should be seeing. Wait, no, Oscar Tavares would be your center fielder. In left field will be Randall Grychuk. He was the second piece in the trade that sent uh, David Freeze and Fernando Salas over to the Angels. Had a very good last year in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas, the uh, AA affiliate of the Angels. Um, he hit uh, 256 with 22 home runs, so you know there's quite some power there. So uh, the right fielder uh, should be Stephen Piscotti. Uh, there's not very many words that would describe 
describe the type of player Steven is. Uh, he just had a sensational year last year, hit 295, uh, 15 home runs. Um, and uh, that was in Springfield, um, the Springfield Cardinals. Sorry about that. I think I just had a little stroke. Just kidding. But, uh, yeah, Steven P- Piscotti uh, just rocked the Texas League last year. And then he followed that up with a incredible uh, Arizona Fall League. And uh, then he just had a sensational uh, spring training this year. Uh, but, again, to no fault of his own, I just don't see how uh, Sugar Shane Robinson would have lost his starting job or his bench job to uh, Stephen Piscotti under these circumstances. <coughs> and finally, your backup outfielder for Memphis uh, should be the g- sensational Tommy Pham. Uh, just a, such a big fan of his. Uh, I did a uh, meme last year called the Fantastic Four for the uh, four top players in the uh, Springfield system. It consisted of uh, James Ramsey. Uh, no, 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 not James, but uh, Mike O'Neill, Tommy Pham, Stephen Piscotti, and Louie, the uh, bird, the mascot for the Cardinals in uh, Springfield. Uh, last year, Tommy Pham at Double A hit uh, 301, uh, six home runs, 28 RBIs, and he was uh, every year at the end of the season. I do a uh, uh, All Star team for players who, you know, some of them are, are the top prospects, but just players who had a solid season uh, all all around. Uh, so even if you're not a top prospect, but you just had a sensational season. Uh, I just wanted to recognize those people. And uh, Tommy Pham was on that list, uh, so it's going to be exciting to see him. Uh, it's kind of a shame he'll be the fourth outfielder, but at some point I have a feeling that Piscotti or Tavares will be called up, so he'll get plenty of playing time at Memphis. And the uh, pitching staff at Memphis uh, will be starting out with Tyler, Tyler Lyons, uh, he had a very good season in uh, AAA last year, uh, seven and two with a 3.32 ERA, 86 strikeouts. So, uh, congrats to him. Uh, joining him and the starting rotation should be uh, Tim Cooney. He was kind of the standout for the uh, Springfield pitching staff last year, uh, seven and two with a 3.80 ERA. Uh, he was uh, twice named the uh, Texas League Pitcher of the Week. Uh, so that's quite impressive. Also, he made my uh, postseason all-star team. Uh, so that's going to be exciting to watch. Uh, also, on the uh, Redbirds uh, pitching staff, I have uh, Lee Stoppelman as a possible starter. Uh, just sensational numbers last year. 2-1 uh, at uh, with a 1.50 ERA at uh, Palm Beach. Then he was called up to Springfield, went 3-1 and one with a 1.35 ERA. Uh, that was at uh, Springfield uh, in the Texas League. And then uh, finally he was caught up, called up to the uh, Memphis Redbirds late last year. 1-1, uh, one one, 4.50 ERA. But uh, his previous uh, stints indicate that he should be able to get caught up to the uh, level of play at the uh, AAA in the Pacific Coast League. Uh, joining them will be uh, Boone Whiting. Uh, he had a pretty decent year last year, uh, eight and seven overall. Uh, he went three and two with a 2.93 ERA, 
uh, 3D3 strikeouts in Springfield, and then uh, 5 and 5 with a 4.09 ERA, 99 strikeouts in uh, for AAA Memphis. Uh, so that'll be good to see him again. Angel Castro uh, will be joining them in the pitching staff. Uh, 8 and 5 last year for the Albuquerque Isotopes. Uh, 99, er, sorry, 91 strikeouts. Uh, so that's pretty good. Uh, Scott McGregor, four and one, two point four four ERA in uh, Springfield, and then uh, uh, six and ten, four point eight three ERA in uh, Memphis. Um, Jorge Rondon will be also in the pitching staff. Looks like we have a lot of pitchers in Memphis. Uh, again, three and five. Uh, last year was his record, three point oh six ERA. Uh, that was in Memphis, so this will be his second go around. Uh, Eric Fornataro will be uh, joining them. One and four, six point oh two ERA. Uh, Nick Greenwood, two and eight last year, five point six three ERA. Jose Almirante, two and two, two point seven five ERA in uh, trip in Double A last year. And then Owen to 5.54 ERA. So let's see if he can't uh, catch on with the uh, AAA club. Uh, let's see here. Uh, going over the information I have, and minor league information at spring training is just a huge pain in the rear end to get a hold of. So I tried to project a starting uh, lineup. If this was my ball club, uh, this was would be my starting lineup. Uh, I would go with Greg Garcia at second base leading off, uh, batting second in center field, uh, Oscar Taveras. Uh, batting third in right field would be Steven Piscotti, followed up by left fielder uh, Randall Grychik. Uh So, I mean, that's a pretty potent uh, top of the order. Uh, batting fifth would be the home run machine, first baseman Xavier Scruggs. Uh, then third base, uh, Jermaine Curtis, uh, shortstop, Vance Alberts, catcher, Audrey Perez. Uh, for the starting rotation, uh, I if it was my team, I'd go with Tyler Lyons, Sam Freeman, Tim Cooney, Lee Stoppelman, and then uh, give Nick Greenwood the shot there. Uh, so that's your Memphis uh, preview. Uh, looks like we should be in good shape there. Again, we're getting a lot of good players on these teams because of the logjam at the Major League Club. So there's just a huge ripple effect going down throughout the system. For your Springfield Cardinals uh, 2014, it looks like they'll be trying to improve on a 31-39 and 39 record. Uh, they did finish in last place in the Texas League North Division last year. A uh, big part of that was because they lost eight of their last nine games. I remember going into the second to last week of the season, we were only a game out, and we just couldn't make that final push. So, I mean, there was hope, but uh, going one and nine or one and eight uh, over the last two weeks will kind of uh, put a damper on anybody's uh, postseason hopes. So starting out the season, uh, I have a feeling that the starting catcher will be Cody Stanley. He's the uh, veteran on the ball club. Uh, hit 226 at Palm Beach last year, and then 250 at Springfield with five home runs. 
in my opinion, I believe that Cody will only be a catcher or the starting catcher for a few weeks uh, just because Casey Rasmus is just such a good talent. I saw the guy. He th- threw out a base stealer. Um, he's a catcher. So he threw out a, a base stealer. Uh, he hit a infield single, so he has speed. And then he also stole a base. So, I mean, it's kind of intriguing because I was watching thinking, huh. Because, you know, Yadier Molina, for as great he is, he's slow as hell. So um, it was good to see, or interesting to see somebody with that kind of speed that plays catcher. Uh, So my bet would be that, you know, after a month or so, he should be seeing the majority of the catching time at Springfield. At first base, we have uh, Jonathan Rodriguez. Uh, this is a new J-Rod, uh, not the old outfielder. Uh, but he had a very, very good year at... Oh, sorry, uh, I forgot to mention that Casey Rasmus was also on my uh, postseason All-Star team. And at first base, he'll be joined by a fellow All-Star, uh, Jonathan Rodriguez, who had a sensational season down at Palm Beach last year. Uh, hit 284, 18 home runs, and 72 RBIs. If that's not getting it done, then I don't know what will. Um, actually, looking over this roster, it looks like Springfield has a very good chance of uh, uh, capturing a division title uh, this year under uh, manager Mike Schilt. Um, because after Jonathan Rodriguez, uh, Kurt Smith should be taking over third base, or maybe Danny Stienstra. Uh, We'll go over Kurt Smith first. Uh, Last year, he was hitting 316 uh, for one of the teams in the American Association. Uh, So he was signed by the New Britain Rock Cats, and he hit 231 at double A in a brief appearance there. So we'll see how he handles a full season with the uh, uh, Springfield Cardinals. Another option at third base would be Danny Stienstra. Uh, he hit 276, four home runs at Palm Beach last year. Uh, so, you know, we'll see if they can catch on at the next level of play. At shortstop, the prize, the crown jewel, I guess you would call him, is uh, Aldemis Diaz, the Cuban shortstop that we've been talking about since the first show I ever did. Uh, he's just... Uh, Supposed to be a sensational offensive force, and nothing I saw in spring training uh, disproved me otherwise. Um, Even after he was sent out of major league camp, he's been hitting like crazy in the minor league camps. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to see him play shortstop. He should be, uh, might be called up, or he most definitely will be called up to uh, Memphis at some point. Uh, this season, but there's a shortstop down at Palm Beach uh, who has my attention that I'll be discussing again uh, briefly uh, here in a few moments. Uh, At second base this year for your Springfield Cardinals, uh, we will be seeing Matt Williams. He uh, came up late last year, kind of struggled a little little bit, but sometimes guys need more time like Colton Long, need more time to catch on at the major league level. So uh, Matt Williams uh, should uh, catch on. And if he doesn't, we do have a outfielder, uh, Starlin Rodriguez. Uh, he had a good year last year. Uh, he plays outfield, but he also uh, came up as a second baseman shortstop. 
So if uh, there's not too much progression for Matt Williams, then I'm sure Starlin Rodriguez will be sent over there. Starting in center field this year for your Springfield Cardinals should be uh, James Ramsey. Um, he hit uh, had a very good uh, 2013, hit 361, one home run at uh, Palm Beach last year in a hundred and no in 89 games, or sorry, 18 games. Um, so he's one of the uh, prized prospects in our system. Uh, he's just uh, last year I noticed he's just a few steps behind uh, uh, Stephen Piscotty. Uh, they were drafted together, came up together. So you know. He has more than enough time to uh, get caught up, and uh, we'll see what he can do this year in the uh, Texas League. Uh, joining him in the outfield uh, is a guy that I have my uh, eyes on since last year. Uh, David Popkins uh, had a very good year in Palm Beach. Again, he's one of my postseason all-stars. Uh, hit three seventeen, six home runs, uh, 45 RBIs at Palm Beach. Uh, just sensational uh, I mean, he seems like a pretty good ball player. So we'll have to see what he can do. Um, also, uh, uh, let's see. We have Rafael Ortega in the outfield. He hit uh, 228 last year in, over in Tulsa for the Drillers. Uh, Starlin Rodriguez uh, hit 254 last year in uh, Springfield, six home runs. Uh, hit 293 in 35 games at Palm Beach. Uh, again, I, I like this kid. He's a scrappy hitter. Uh, he kind of reminds me of Skip Schumacher. Plays second base. Plays uh, shortstop. Well, I mean, Schumacher didn't hit play shortstop. But anyways, he plays the middle infield. Plays the outfield. Uh, kind of a slap hitter. So we'll have to see what develops there. Uh, Adam Melker will be joining the bench. Uh, 258, eight home runs last year for uh, Springfield. And joining the starting outfielders <coughs> of James Ramsey and David Popkins will be uh, Mike O'Neill. This is a gift from the Memphis Redbirds uh, because of the depth that we have in uh, the outfield. Uh, so uh, I'm just so ecstatic to see him. He had 320 last year. Doesn't have a lot of power, just hits, gets on base, runs like crazy. Just a sensational, fun ball player to watch. Uh, again, he hit 320 last year with uh, uh, Springfield, uh, 35 RBIs, uh, 71 walks to just 26 strikeouts. So that's pretty impressive. Uh, 295 average last year in a brief appearance with Memphis, uh, 20 walks to 11 strikeouts. So again, he's getting on base at a very, very good clip. Uh, which, you know, again, sets the table for the uh, big swingers. Uh, let's see. On the pitching staff, we're going to be seeing uh, Zach Petrick. Uh, he got called back for a uh, full season at Springfield. Uh, last year, he had a very, very good season going uh, spanning three levels of the minor leagues. Uh, started out... Uh, going 1-0 with a 0.83 ERA at Peoria. Uh, then a 3-0, 0.27 ERA at Palm Beach. And b before being called up to Springfield, where he ended up with a 3-3 average, 3.99 ERA, 44 strikeouts, just 15 walks. So he should be in the starting rotation, and uh, hopefully he can lead us to uh, the promised land this year. 
Joining him in the uh, pitching rotation should be Sam Gaviglio. Gaviglio. Uh, he went 4-1 last year, 2.72 ERA with Springfield. Uh, so it's going to be fun to see him again. Uh, joining them in the rotation should also be Seth Blair. Uh, he went 3-9 last year, 5.07 ERA, 117 strikeouts. Uh, Seth Blair is a personal favorite of mine. Um, he was a pitcher at Arizona State University when I was living out there. And uh, my buddy's parents actually live next door to Mike Leake, who was his teammate. So, yeah, my buddy, his favorite is he got uh, Mike Leake of the dynamic duo. I guess I got Seth Blair. So let's see if he can uh, uh, give me some bragging rights or something. Uh, joining them on the pitching staff, I'm not sure how the rest of the rotation will shape out. But uh, we'll be uh, joined by Ryan Sheriff. Uh, he went 4-4 four four last year with a 2.31 ERA at Palm Beach last year with 41 strikeouts. 2-1 uh, in uh, AA Springfield with a 3.33 ERA. So that's pretty good. Uh, he'll be uh, more than a welcome addition. Um, Dean Kike-Beefer. Uh, went 4-3, 3.27 ERA at Palm Beach last year before going 0-2 with a 3.86 ERA and a brief appearance in uh, Springfield. So he'll be joining the AA club for the full season this year. Obviously, unless you know they have some miraculous breakthrough and get called up. That's kind of the bummer of watching minor league baseball is, you know, you want your guys to do good, but if they do too good, then they're not around for too long. So uh, we'll keep an eye on him. Uh, joining them will be Justin Wright, went 1-1 one one with a 5.34 ERA last year at Springfield. Uh, Logan Bilbrew, sorry, Logan Bill Brew. hey Brew, that sounds pretty good right now, uh, went 0-1 one one with a 3-point ERA in the Gulf Coast last year uh, before going 0-0 with a 2.12 ERA, 21 strikeouts to 5 walks, and a brief appearance with the Springfield Birds. So uh, it'll be, again, fun to see him. Uh, Jonathan Cornelius, 6-6, uh, six six, 4.46 ERA at uh, AA Springfield last year. Um, before he got here, though, he went 2-1, uh, 2.66 ERA at Palm Beach. Rounding out the uh, pitching staff for Springfield is going to be Corey Baker. Went 1-1, one 1.85 one, 1 ERA. With 29 strikeouts to just two walks in uh, uh, Peoria. And then uh, two and two with a 3.90 ERA in Palm Beach last year. Uh, also had a one oh and one with a 6.41 ERA here in Springfield. So uh, he had very good success on his way up the ladder. So uh, we'll see if uh, another year of growth can. Uh, um, improved those numbers here in Springfield. Uh, Ronnie Shaben, uh, 2-5, 1.73 ERA at Palm Beach last year. So uh, hopefully, you know, maybe he'll catch on in the rotation. And then Kurt Hayer, 3-2 uh, with a 3.40 ERA at Peoria before going 6-5 with a 3.42 ERA at Palm Beach. And that will, um, so that is your Springfield roster. Um, it's so jumbled at this, no, I did put together a lineup. 
Uh, look at that. It's Palm Beach and Peoria that I wasn't able to do lineups for. Uh, I wasn't able to do a, a pitching rotation uh, just because I have no idea, other than the three I listed as uh, uh, Petrick, Gaviglio, and uh, Blair. Other than those three, I'm not sure. So I'll leave that up to manager Mike Schilt. Anyways, if this is my team, uh, leading off in left field, I would have uh, Mike O'Neill. Uh, batting second at shortstop, Aldemis Diaz. Uh, batting third at first base would be Jonathan Rodriguez. Followed by right fielder, David Popkins. Followed by center field, James Ramsey. Uh, catcher, I'm sold on Casey Rasmus, so I'm putting him in the lineup right from the get-go this year. Uh, so uh, I would have him batting sixth. Uh, batting seventh would be uh, third baseman Kurt Smith, followed by second baseman Matt Williams. And that will do it for the Springfield portion of the show. Uh, so uh, give me just a minute to reload, and we'll be right back with Palm Beach. Welcome back. I hope you're still hanging in there. Uh, we're almost done. I just have a couple more teams to go over. Uh, if you're looking for a uh, minor league baseball team that is stacked with prospects, and this kind of uh, gets me excited about our chances here in Springfield this year, uh, Palm Beach is just loaded with uh, top quality prospects. Uh, we're gonna get in, gonna get into those in just a few in just a few seconds. Actually, I uh, just wanted to say that uh, I'm excited about the uh, Springfield chances. Uh, we have a good foundation for our ball club. And then uh, if some of these guys from Palm Beach get called up, we're just going to be a beast to watch. Uh, so, again, if you want to uh, – if prospects are your things, I highly suggest uh, Palm Beach. Uh, they're just loaded. We're going to get into that right now. Uh, they're looking to improve off of uh, their uh, third-place finish. Uh, they ended up 35-32 and 32 under manager Dan Billardeo. Dan Billardeo. Uh, sorry about that, Dan. Uh, but again, uh, starting out with their catching positions, uh, they have Jesus Montero, uh, not the Jesus Montero of uh, Yankees fame, but another guy. Uh, he hit uh, 220 last year in uh, Peoria, and then 208 again in uh, Palm Beach in a brief appearance. So we'll see if there's some growth there. Uh, Juan Castillo uh, will be joining him as a uh, uh, battery is backup catching mates, I guess. Uh, he had a uh, 244 at uh, Palm Beach last year before hitting 182 in uh, Springfield. So it looks like he'll be uh, going back to Palm Beach this year, which is fine because we're good with catchers and Springfield. At first base is one of my uh, postseason all-stars at uh, first baseman David Washington. He hit a uh, 261 with 10 home runs. Uh, for the uh, Spikes in the York Penn League at our low A uh, ball club. Uh, then he hit a 333 in a brief uh, appearance with Peoria last year. So it's good to see him get the bump up to uh, Palm Beach. Uh, at the uh, middle infield for Palm Beach, I believe, is the best in the system. Uh, at second base, we have uh, Jacob Wilson, who hit uh, 264 last year. Uh, in Peoria with 15 home runs, and then uh, 179 
uh, average with three home runs and a brief appearance in Palm Beach. Uh, Jacob Wilson is a stud. Uh, he had a very, very, very good uh, Arizona Fall League last year. Everybody would be talking about this guy. Uh, Steven Piscotti just didn't go uh, bananas in that league. Uh, he hit 304 with one home run and 13 RBIs in the Fall League. Uh, so he's definitely one to watch. Uh, his middle infield mate, uh, shortstop Bravig Valera, he should hopefully be joining the Springfield Cardinals once Diaz moves up to Memphis. Um, he plays all over the field, middle infield, corner infield, outfield. Uh, not sure if he plays center field, but still, um, he plays everywhere. He hits everywhere. Uh, last year he had hit a 309 average, uh, 48 RBIs in Peoria. So, uh, he's just one to watch. Uh, can't wait to see that guy. Um, Alex Mejia, uh, looks like to, he's going to be a infielder. Uh, hit 281 last year with Peoria and 207 in a brief call-up with Palm Beach. Uh, third baseman, Patrick Wisdom. Uh, very good season last year. Uh, 231 at Peoria, so there's some to be desired with the average. Uh, 13 home runs and 62 RBIs, though. Uh, that uh, shows there's quite a bit of power there. Uh, he hit uh, 250 with two home runs. Uh, in his uh, call-up to Palm Beach last year, so it'll be fun to see him get a full season. Uh, then uh, in the outfield, we'll be having a guy who I can't wait to see him get up to Memphis. Uh, once, uh, I believe, uh, either Tavares or Piscotti gets called up, uh, then, let's see, Fam would join the starting lineup. Then one of the Springfield guys would get called up to take over that bench, probably Mike O'Neill. So that would leave uh, Charlie Tilson, uh, one of the top prospects in the system. Uh, just phenomenal talent. Uh, hit a 303 with 30 RBIs at Peoria last year, then 294 in nine games at, Peor at uh, Palm Beach. Uh, so he's definitely one to watch. I can't wait for him to get here to Springfield and above beyond to uh, St. Louis as well. Uh, joining him in the outfield is going to be Anthony Garcia. Uh, he hit 217 last year with 13 home runs. So a little bit of power there. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Uh, he, that was last year at Palm Beach. Uh, then their outfield teammate, uh, Steven Ramos, uh, hit 341 with two home runs and 24 RBIs at Peoria last year uh, before his uh, 0 71 average in just four games at Palm Beach. So let's give the kids some time to adjust. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, between Washington, Wilson, Valera, Wisdom, and Tilson, that's a pretty good lineup to watch. Uh, so Palm Beach looks to be in good business. And if that's not good enough, check out their pitching staff. Uh, starting out with the first pick from last year's draft, uh, Marco Gonzalez. Uh, not enough can be said about this kid. 1.62 ERA in four games at Palm Beach last year. 13 strikeouts, five walks. Uh, really, the thing that gets me most excited is I heard somebody uh, compare him to uh, uh, Michael Waka. If we can have a left-handed version of Michael Waka and the uh, St. Louis rotation in a few years, along with the Michael Waka, plus Adam Wainwright, plus Carlos Martinez, that might be uh, something very, very special. We think we have a live jam at pitching now. Just wait till these guys start coming up. 
joining him in the uh, Palm Beach uh, pitching staff will be uh, Corey Jones. Uh, very nice, 8-2 uh, record last year, 2.04 ERA in uh, Peoria last year. Uh, Kyle Hald, 5-8, 4.42 ERA at Palm Beach last year. So, you know, maybe there will be some uh, growth there. Kyle Helisick, 7-7, uh, seven seven, 3.13 ERA, 101 strikeouts at uh, Peoria last year, so that's pretty good. Uh, Joe Kuda will be joining them, uh, five and four last year at Peoria with a 4.28 ERA, 77 strikeouts before uh, going four and zero with a 1.40 ERA, in, and uh, 29 strikeouts in uh, uh, Palm Beach last year. So that's well over a hundred. It's not well over a hundred, but it is over a hundred strikeouts for the season. So that's really good. Uh, Aiden Nazario, 1-4, 4.42 ERA at Palm Beach last year. Uh, Kyle Baraclo, 0-1 uh, with a 1.35 ERA. Uh, that was in Peoria last year. Uh, went 0-2 with a 4.15 ERA in the Gulf Coast League. So um, he's definitely learning some things. Uh, joining them will be Danny Miranda, 3-1, uh, 1.58 ERA, 29 strikeouts, 6 walks in Palm Beach last year. Uh, so if he's in the rotation with uh, Gonzalez and Jones, then there could be something special there. Anchoring the bullpen this year uh, for Palm Beach should be uh, Dixon Lawrence. He went 3-3 three three last year, 2.85 ERA. Um, 11 saves, 71 strikeouts at uh, Peoria. So uh, he had one of the highest save totals out of anybody in the minor leagues, uh, well, in the Cardinal system last year. Uh, so he's one to watch. Uh, both Danny Miranda and Dixon were uh, both parts of my uh, uh, postseason all-star team. Uh, so they're getting a little bit closer to uh, being here in Springfield. Uh, Tyler Melling will be joining them in the uh, pitching staff. Uh, three and four, four point nine three ERA at Palm Beach last year. Uh, Thomas Lee, five one one, two point four four ERA, forty six strikeouts against just uh, five walks at Peoria. Uh, so I think there's a starter. And then finally, uh, Mitch Harris, who was one of my postseason All Stars. Uh, went 4-1, 0.81 ERA with the spikes last year. Uh, he's a special guy to watch because he's a bit older for the uh, leagues that he's pitching in. Uh, that's not to any fault of his own. He uh, wasn't able to uh, play when he was younger because he was busy serving the country in the U.S. Navy. Uh, so anybody who puts off a pursuit on professional sports to serve their country uh, definitely gets you know, all the praise for me. So uh, let's keep it on uh, Mitch Harris as well. Uh, hopefully he won't be in Palm Beach too long. And that looks like that's all that I got for Palm Beach. Uh, to be honest with you, when you get to the lower levels, it's harder and harder to find stuff. Uh, but overall, Palm Beach looks pretty good. Uh, so that'll be exciting. And finally, uh, looks like the Peoria Chiefs in the Midwest League uh, they finished uh, 30 and 40 last year in sixth place uh, <coughs> under manager Joe Cruzel, 
Looks like they're going to get quite the infusion of pitching. Uh, the pitching staff that just dominated the York Penn League last year with the best with a league leading ERA 2.80 for the club. So uh, let's get into Peoria and uh, see what's in store for them. Uh, at catcher, uh, the Wonder Kid uh, Carson Kelly, who just switched from being a third baseman this year. Uh, hit 277 with four home runs for the State College Spikes uh, before hitting uh, 219 with two home runs in uh, Peoria in a brief appearance last year. So uh, he's, again, he's one to watch. He's the kid we've heard about. And uh, I've seen reports from spring training. It just seems like this kid is always hitting. So uh, definitely one to watch. Uh Helping him out at catcher is Gerwins Velasco. Uh, hit 206 last year in Peoria, uh, so we'll see what happens there. At second base, uh, Mason Katz, uh, 249 average, two home runs for the State College Spikes. Uh, so that should be uh, pretty fun to watch. I think I've seen some highlights from him. Uh, remember him having a big game or two for uh, State College, so. We'll see there. And also in the infield will be uh, Juan Herrera. Uh, hit two fifty six with a home run last year for Peoria. And uh, corner infielder Ronnie Garcia. Sorry, Ronnie Erd Garcia. Hit two eighty six, five home runs, 39 RBIs last year for the State College Spikes. At shortstop, Edemaro um, Vargas. I've had my eye on this guy uh for quite a while now he had a sensational season uh, a few years ago one of the first people to make the cardinals news network radar took a bit of a step back last year but let's see if he can get back on track at 248 and that was in peoria um bruce caldwell will be a member of the infield as well uh, hit 321 last year for the spikes uh, 179 in 24 games at Peoria, so this will be his first full season. So, uh, you know, uh, the Spikes just had such a loaded team. So if you hear that they played for the Spikes last year, then they're obviously part of a pretty good ball club. In the outfield, uh, it'll be uh, Ronald Castillo. Uh, he had a 341 average for the Spikes last year. Before having a uh, hitting 293 or 273 in three games at Peoria, so again, this will be his first full season. Uh, C.J. McElroy will be in the outfield. He hit 300 last year for the Gulf Coast League, and then uh, 240 for hit 240 for uh, uh, Peoria. Jimmy Bosco, uh, 300 average, three home runs for the Spikes. Uh, Matthew Young, 252 average for the Spikes. Uh, before hitting 214 in Peoria. Uh, Mike Mayers, one of the more intriguing uh, pitching prospects in the system. 1-0 uh, with a 1.50 ERA in the Gulf Coast League last year in his first professional season uh, before going 0-3 with a 3.70 ERA, 14 strikeouts uh, for uh, Peoria. Nick Petri, another spike. Uh, he should be in the rotation. 
uh, going 3-1 and one with 1.62 ERA, 46 strikeouts for the Spikes last year. Um, these numbers are kind of crazy for if you haven't noticed these pitchers. Um, so that was Nick Petrie. Uh, he was a uh, postseason all-star last year. Uh, Jimmy Reed will be joining them, 3-2, and 2.05 ERA with 40 strikeouts for the Spikes. Uh, Sofredo Garcia. <coughs> Sorry, man. Ooh, got a little. Who was that? Was that Ted Cruz or whoever that was that needed that water during uh, post State of the Union address? Anyways, back to baseball. I'm not a big political guy, but uh, I just needed some water right there. Uh, so Fredo Garcia, uh, four and five, two point eight two ERA with the spikes last year. Uh, Chris Perry, uh, pitcher, uh, two and four, three point nine one ERA for uh, Peoria last year. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Chase Brookshire, one and zero with a one point five nine ERA, uh, nineteen strikeouts and twenty two point two innings. Uh, again, that was with the spikes. So as you can see. That pitching class that we had last year coming through York Penn, sorry, not York Penn, but State College, that was just unbelievable. And that's, you know, obviously why they got to the championship round in the York Penn League. Um, Sam Tuivela will be part of the pitching staff in Peoria this year. Uh, went 0 3 with a 5.35 ERA. Uh, Last year in his first go-round with Peoria, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, Joe Scanio, 3-4 and four with a 3.95 ERA. Uh, that was with Peoria. Joe Donofrio, 6-2 with a 2.63 ERA. 85 strikeouts against just 17 walks in Peoria, so that's pretty good. Chris Thomas, 1-0, 2.35 ERA, 11 strikeouts, 7 and 2 thirds innings in seven and two-thirds innings pitched. Uh, so that's well over a strike. That's almost two strikeouts per inning. And that was with Peoria. So uh, some tough, tough decisions to be made for Cruzel uh, as far as who's going to be in the rotation. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Peoria had one of the better pitching staffs in all of baseball next year. Uh, let's see. Uh, Chris Thomas, 1-0, 2.35 ERA. 11, oh, we already did him. Uh, Zach Lorraine, 3-1, 2.04 ERA for Johnson City. Blake, sorry about that, stupid dog. Uh, Blake McKnight went 3-1, uh, 2.69 ERA, 40 strikeouts, or sorry, 46 strikeouts against just eight walks for Johnson City. And then Alex Reyes, one of the more talked about prospects of the next crop coming up. Uh, six and four, three point three nine ERA, sixty eight strikeouts. So as you can see, the Cardinals are stacked from top to bottom. Uh, I gotta get going because uh, pregame show is gonna be coming on soon, and my dog is going crazy. If you like what you've heard, uh, please follow us on uh, Facebook. We are at the Cardinals News Network. Uh, we're gonna be doing different shows throughout the season. Uh, I'm gonna be doing a. Uh, it's called uh, Cardinals Talk. Uh, where I uh, have guests on and interviews, and uh, it, it'll be more of a laid-back drinking show. 
Uh, I'll also be doing the Cardinals Farm Report, uh, where I'll be. It's, it'll be a, a show exclusively devoted to the uh, St. Louis minor league system, as well as uh, just uh, doing shows on the Cardinals News Network. Also, we'll be doing uh, the Cardinals Tenth Man Show, uh, which you know we are the Cardinals Tenth Man, uh, part of being uh, part of Cardinal Nation. Uh, again, my name is Dave. Uh, check us out, cardinalsnewsnetwork.com, and uh, Facebook. Uh, you can search Cardinals News Network. Thank you. This is Dave coming to you from the Bud and Duck Studio.